Hello guys, welcome to Two Latin Brothers Podcast, also known as TLBP. I'm Victor. And I'm Adrian. And this is the number of episodes of which I can't remember because I'm too tired. I think it's 22. I, I think you're correct. Um, so today we have very special guests for you guys. In fact, this man has raised me. <laughs> you mean us. <laughs> us. <laughs> us. You mean we. We. <laughs> we. <laughs> um... So, if you'd like to introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Jose. There you go. That's that's yeah, our father. That's our father. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is like another situation where like where we interviewed our sister. Yeah. Like, it's it's like... It's like, what do we ask? Because like, we already know. Yeah, it's the approach and it's like, what, what, what do I what do I say about like, how do I like, I mean, I can't really go into detail be like... He raised me, he, you know, like, he's my dad. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that really sums it all up. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, let's see. Um, okay, so, well, uh, okay, so I'll break it down, because most people, if you're listening to this for the first time, I'll break it down. So what, what we normally do when we have a guest is um, either one of us will bring them to the table or to wherever we are, yeah. and then we'll take uh, the, whoever brought the friend or whoever will have the other person ask that person questions, but... Since we both know our father, <laughs> logically, uh, we're just gonna kind of rotate asking questions, and yeah. I guess we'll just we'll see where this goes. Really, we're kind of like eyeballing it. Really, yeah. You okay with that? Yes. Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. So are you gonna go first? Or you can go first. Okay. So to let the people know, what's your favorite sport? Soccer. Of course. Okay. See, my, my my dad's a very big soccer fan. Uh, and, it, 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 well, soccer and hockey. Yeah, that's the Lincoln. Canadian creeping in somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's just that hockey. It's 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 a very very good sport. Highly skilled, fast paced, uh, fast. I I love it. Strategy. Yeah. Uh, it, I think that if I would have been born in North America, I would play hockey, and my first sport would probably be hockey. But it's soccer, and I just watch hockey. But I enjoy it very much. Yeah. I guess we should explain where our father's from. I mean, somewhere in Latin America. Okay, somewhere mm-hmm. in Latin America, because we're like, as as you guys know, we're Latin. So I mean, I guess y'all figured that when he said my name's Jose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that one kind of gave it away. But uh, yeah, no. So I mean, most Latin Americans are into soccer. I remember yeah. when I was younger, growing up in school, uh, they'd always bring that up. Like everyone's like, "Oh, you play soccer?" It's always like the number one thing because yeah. Latins are known for playing soccer. See, actually, when I was in elementary school, I was, like, in grade, like, four, and I was already playing with, like, the kids that were, like, in grade eight, and I was just, like, hi. (laughs) I'm scoring. You were playing with the kids in my grade. Yeah. I remember having to tell them, yo, guys, that's my bro. Be careful. (laughs) (laughs) Don't hurt him. But then I just end up shoving them, like, go away. (laughs) Go away. (laughs) Yeah. So that's what what I was doing when I was playing soccer. So you were just Yeah. Yeah. Playing with the older kids because the younger kids were too slow. (laughs) So when did you really know you liked soccer as a sport? Well, I've been playing soccer all my life, right? Since I was a kid. But like, so, when did you? But truly I was find it? no, no. I was like, always, was there like a I was always into it, but there had to be like that one moment when you're like, "This is it." Uh, I don't know. I think explain your first experience <clears throat> in an official game. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> it's like, can I even remember that? <laughs> it was. It was actually in a tournament. She and, skipped uh, like normal soccer. Just and I of tournament. <laughs> And I, uh, I scored a nice goal. I remember that I just turned around and kicked the ball and got the goalie by surprise. 
playing the corner. <laughs> no, it wasn't really even, you know, too close to the post. And but when the goalie reacted, it was too late because I just turned around and kicked the ball without and thinking about it. <laughs> and and it went in. And after that, uh, you know, it it was my passion, and I played all the time. And uh, I have played all my life, and 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 now I still play it. I and I still have the same passion for the game. You know, I, I, I don't, don't we know. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, so I mean, I am formally registered That's with a team and in a league, and and uh, and I, you know, I I live for game day and stuff like that. <laughs> Ball's and, life. And, <laughs> it's the same basketball. It's I know. Soccer. <laughs> And you know, the ball on the ground's life. <laughs> so focus on making sure that my game is good, that stamina stays I get up, the proper food, and you know, the, the adequate exercise when I get a chance. Well, well like uh, uh, one of the things that I always I always find interesting is like uh, the the attitude changes. Like I know I, I know as soon as Friday, as well as soon as like it was summertime here anyway. Just can't really play in the, outside in the. Winter time, six months of winter. But uh, I noticed that from the moment, uh, like Thursday night kicks in, you're already like, you know, soccer, 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 soccer. <laughs> tomorrow, soccer, like, soccer. Like soccer. tomorrow, soccer. And that first mode, meal. Yes. Yeah, it's like we, we already know it's coming. <laughs> like we, we, we foresee it. Yeah. It's been like this all my life. But it's it's one of those things that I, I, can, I can remember. Like, and I think that's really interesting too, because uh, gr- growing up, we'd go, we've been going to watch you play. Yeah. yeah and it's right. always been like this, uh, this super interesting thing because I, I don't know I'm not much of a player myself but I enjoy watching it and I think that has a lot to do with it that like I've been around it like all my life yeah and meanwhile Victor actually plays it yeah <laughs> just like uh, I'm, I'm I'm on the sideline over here but just watch you do that thing over there. yeah like it's not like I don't know there's just not, I don't know I enjoy having the outside view as opposed to the inside view. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because when you're outside, you can see everything. <laughs> yeah. Well, like no, like I'm I'm that guy who like he's like okay, now make the pass, make the failed the pass. <laughs> now, he had it, he had failed the pass. Because yeah, <laughs> when you're on the field, you're, you're you're thinking about so much. You're like okay, well since I play like midfield, it's like I ha- I'm worried about the defense where he's positioned, the player I'm on, and like potential people that are open. So when I get the ball, I can pass to. Yeah, that's the thing, right? So. Like that, that's one of the biggest things. Okay. Now, now for my question, big shift here. <laughs> they to, totally, totally opposite end of the spectrum here. You're going um, left field. <laughs> it's not baseball. <laughs> <laughs> we're going out of the field. <laughs> not even in the field. I'm only in the outfield now. Yeah. No, uh, I was going to ask. So recently, well, I guess since you're older, as it's supposed, since we're, you know, since we're your kids, um, as technology has progressed, you know, and, you know, we're now in the technological, well, I mean, you already were in the technological era, but I guess you've, you've kind of seen its progression. Is there anything that scares you for the future, like in technology, like something that you think would go too far? Wow, from sports to anything that scares um, you. <laughs> no, I, like, no, because, like, a lot of people are like, you know, like, oh, they're scared they're, of AI they're, yeah. or, like, autonomous cars or, like, you know, or, like, we're too hooked up or to do, our phones, Or do you see a Or, like, the microchips certain... in our brains, stuff like, you know, like, stuff like that. Or do you see any like problems in technological advances? Um, for for a very long time, I was afraid that autonomous cars were not going to to be the thing to go with. But as my understanding of the technology grows, I, you know, I, I'm more accepting of these things. But in reality, I wasn't truly sold on on the idea. <laughs> yeah. 
It's just right. like, I want to drift. I'm just yeah. But, <laughs> you like, know, I still want to be able to the, drive my the car. The thing right? is, yeah. I've been involved in technology. Uh, you know, my work yeah. has yeah. been in that uh, field. field. And uh, uh, I understand sensors and how they work and all those things. And when I started looking at the the technology that is being used in these cars and, and the amount of sensors, that's when I realized that, yes, they have potential to be safe. Because uh, that was my main concern um, with, with, with cars. Because uh, there are so many variables to take into account, such as um, in a thunderstorm, there is rain, there is wind, and there is... Uh, thunder, so there is lightning and uh, trees are falling, potholes on the road. Exactly, uh, like worst case so, scenario. So many, um, there's so many more th- things so, going on. So, so, so many things going on at the same time, and um, rays from a, from a lightning throwing off the the visual of the sensor, and and so I thought, hmm, this could be problematic. Uh, yeah, a possible issue, but. The thing is that they are using multiple sensors to do one thing. So if one fails, you know, the other three or the other four will take care of it. And, and, and that's the thing. And, and in that case, technology becomes superior to humans, right? Yeah. For example, us, with our eyes, you know, it's only two eyes. But with this technology, you could have an incredible amount. 360 view. Yeah, I mean, like that, that's, that's what they have. Like, yeah, there, there's what is it? There's even like, there's a car I think that uh, Toyota or Hyundai is releasing where it, it even has a heat sensor, so it can sense uh, people in the car next to it. So say like the if it's on the passenger side of the car, and say that they're driving like in a three lane road, it'll detect who doesn't have a passenger on which side, and it'll and if someone stops in front of them, it'll aim for that side because no one will get hurt. If it crashes into the where there's no passengers, because it knows because there's no heat there, right? So it can pick that up, and I'm like, that's insane. But and again, that decision there has to be more than than one. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. So this is the reason I bring this up. More than one it's, sensor. Yeah. Now, okay. Well, well, but well, you have, let me finish what okay, you were saying yeah. because is there anything that concerns you? Yeah. And and reality, no, because everything, it's, you know, it's 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 good. But there's one specific thing that is not really technology related, but it's related to the changes in society. Uh, and it's the, the case of uh, euthanasia where assisted suicide, where they were in the last in the last few weeks here in Canada, the topic has been brought up specifically because they're talking about removing limbs from a person that will be euthanized. And I think that that we're entering a very um ethical. Yeah, it's like very ethical it's, it's, and... it's, it's we're, we're we're going overboard with the situation yeah. because mm-hmm. we could find people taking organs out of a person. Yes, this person is going to be euthanized, but at the end of the day, um you you can't not be abusing the right of the the, the rights, the constitutional rights, the human rights of an individual uh, you know, oh, we need a kidney. You know, you know, this millionaire needs 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 a kidney, and you know, you know, you you want us to end your life in a couple of weeks. So you know, why don't we do it while you're alive? You know, take the kidney out while you're alive. No, 
I think is wrong. And if we go that way, <clears throat> I think we're pushing the envelope too much. And uh, and that is the reason why this, this kind of topic well, is like very difficult. One of the things, well, the reason I brought up the whole AI and autonomous cars was because I think it was last month that autonomous cars got cleared to be tested here in Ontario. That's why I brought that up. Uh, but the euthanasia thing is... Uh, is like a whole other oh it's a whole other problem yeah. but you said but, concern so i decided to yeah well technology yeah. but like one of the things i think is interesting uh a, a lot of those things are like super ethical like dilemmas that we have as a society also as a socialist country as a whole we tend to i don't know we tend to stick our foot in a little too deep sometimes but i mean like at the same time like uh there's the uh the whole aspect of well, they already do that. Like, if someone dies, right, and they're, like, say they're an organ donor, and someone lost an arm, and they're able to take that person's arm and give them that ar- that limb, you know, that arm, and then mm-hmm. attach it to them, that has been something that I've seen that has been, you know, mind-blowing. I, there was a guy who, uh, he passed, uh, he passed, uh, no, he, he was in a war, and he lost. He lost, uh, I think, both his arms and his uncle, uh, was dying of I think cancer or something like that in his lungs and he told him that when he passed away he he could take his arms so he now has two functioning arms he says that the and the experience of that which I found super interesting was that he says that his sense of touch is different to how it used to be because he no longer feels with his hands but with someone else's mm-hmm. which is a completely different concept to how we feel you know like you never there are certain things you never think about but it's like that's true it's not the same feeling like you know and he like says the way a, a plastic cup would feel would yeah feel like well a plastic he, cup he says even, it's plastic cup. he says even writing was a little odd at first because he's like i had to teach my hands well my hand my writing hand how to write the way i write again because it's also never, the fact that the hand might not be comfortable to the well yeah well yeah no he was saying how he he had to he he had to Relearn. Relearn how to write because the hand he, he normally wrote with. The thing is, there are some, the brain is connected to all of this, right? Right, yeah. And it's possible that the, the, the finger size yeah. and, and the hand size. The muscle and, size. And, and the, the, the strength. And, yeah, and, you know, it's, it's all different. So all of that is different. Yeah. So yeah, it has an effect. You know, and, it, and I found that, I found that super amazing. Like, cause of the way they, they adjust the, the, how they prepare the other end of the body. To make the attachment, it's you know, it's yeah, actually they have to, they have super. To connect the nerves. Yeah, they have to connect nerves, connect tissue. muscle, tissue, like veins. It's it's something super complicated, and super complex. Well, at, at this point in, in the in the medical area, the, now they're looking at like the way the hair grows. Yeah. So like if it matches the certain patterns that you have, like say the the hair that's growing on your leg. So that way it matches. Like say somebody lost an arm, they and like somebody else is dying, and they're willing to give up like a limb. They'll they'll see if their the way their hair pattern grows is the same to the other hand they have. That's crazy. So to to that extent, so that way the hand looks the same. Honestly, like that's just being nitpicky. Like, yeah. I got an arm. Yeah, like, but who cares? It's cool. But, it's, but like, there's a there's the like a lot. Like uh, there was uh there there's so many things like that that I'm just like advancements have been good. You know, for some people, right? And then you know, then there's the other thing where it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, it's like there there's always been those like eh, I don't know. But I, I think it's interesting. So I believe it's your turn now to ask a question. Because right. <laughs> we went totally off topic. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's see. Um, fa- fa- favorite kind of cuisine? You know, what's your favorite food? My favorite food? Well, 
through life you, you go through in, in life you go through changes and lately I'm, I'm becoming a little bit more of a natural type of uh, fan you know where I am um, eating everything all, organic yeah, <laughs> everything organic or natural or, Whole Foods just <laughs> uh, it's, you know that's what it is we're going I, to Whole Foods <laughs> I really really enjoy avocado it's, it's one of my favorite foods Mm. I can eat avocado almost every day. It's really funny. He'll uh, be like, "It's it's it's a, it's a healthy." Fat. No, yeah, but it's it's really funny because anytime he's like, "I'm craving this, 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 and this with avocado," <laughs> or this, 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 or this with avocado. It's like, and like, and there'll be times where he'll say he's craving aguacate <laughs> for those who speak Spanish. And yes. there, are, there are times that I find it super funny because um, he'll say like, "Oh, I want this, this." I'm like, and no avocado? He's like, of course, with avocado. <laughs> I'm like, we don't have any. And he's like, well, then go get some. <laughs> no, that's like, like, it's one of those, that's like, uh, well, but we all have, like, our favorite, you know, vegetable or fruit or whatever. But, yeah, well, the thing is that I I have been pretty diverse when it comes to food. I always but, but let's love say some, trying yeah. different restaurants. Well, yeah. I think it's the fact that we live in Canada, yeah. right? And we're, we like, a very variety. multicultural, yeah. diverse society. society. Where like you can like like a couple of minutes from our house, you know, you can get Indian, Chinese, Greek, you know, uh, yeah. Lebanese, you know, and like and it's just there, you know, like you just walk out the door and it's just there. Yeah. So like it's it's in an abundance of different culture. All that like I can't remember. I went to oh recently I was I was volunteering at where I was when I was in school anyway. It's not important. Uh, but they had like this like cultural thing that happened, and there were all these like different stations. Uh, to try food and I try like these Serbian things and like these Russian like I didn't even know these things were from these countries I'm like oh I've actually eaten this before and they're like oh so no they're like oh but that's like the Lebanese one it's the different one this is the right one and I'm like there's a right one you yeah, know like, called? There's, a, there's a thing we have called the tamales yeah where like there's they're, they're made differently in El Salvador the way, from the way they are made in like Honduras Mexico, Mexico, Guatemala Nicaragua yeah. like everyone has their own variation of it and it's like, it's not that it's like, it's tastes different, but it's like, oh, it's actually not that bad. Like, you know, cause you know, you hold your standard in your head. You're like, oh, I like the Mexican one or I like the Salvadorian one. It's the same story with the pupusa. Mm-hmm. Everyone has their own variation of it, but we all know deep down inside that the Salvadorian one is the best one. I'm sorry. It's the truth. <laughs> but, uh, it's cause like every time you go to a Salvadorian restaurant, that's what you ask for. It's, it's hard to be let down. Yeah. It's hard to be let down, but. It's well, just, that are pupusas. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, like, but that's what I'm getting at. Like, it's just based on, like, the country and the culture, right? But And because we grew up here in Canada, right? Like, it's just little chunks oh, oh, of oh, so you must have a cup of horchata. Horchata? Yeah. <laughs> horchata. <laughs> yeah. Canadian. <laughs> Canadian. <laughs> I am a Canadian. I was born here. What do you True. want? True. <laughs> like, uh, You're not a full breed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a hybrid. What do you want? <laughs> like, there's a... But like, what was it? There's a, there's a lot of stuff like that. Well, also like growing up the the way we did, like, uh, we talked about this also with, with our sister when she was on podcast episode six, I believe. Yeah. I want to go back and listen to that. Just letting y'all know. Um, I found it like super interesting that, um, even though we were in Canada, you, you and our mom took the liberty of teaching us Spanish. Like, how did that come about? Like, how did, like, just out of curiosity, like, did you guys ever like have that conversation? Was it like. Is it something you always knew you wanted? No, not really. No, not really. It just happened. It just happened. It's because Um, they were raising what I think. I mean, in the back of your head, yes, it is. You know, I I want my kids to know my language. 
but you don't really have to go through an effort to to do it. Um, it, it just happens, right? That when you, from the beginning, you're talking to the baby and you're already saying things in Spanish. And uh, so, and I, I guess it was a little bit more difficult for me because um, I moved uh, to North America when I was uh, 16, almost 17. And uh, so in, you know, now I'm 52. <clears throat> and uh, it's, all this time I had lived in North America. So when, you know, kids came along, I was already... Super into, ingrained into English. in the English, yeah. So anyways... Um, no, I remember... Actually, I was having this conversation with some, uh, this, this person from Cuba. I was asking her, like, do you remember the moment you stopped thinking in Spanish? And she was like, the moment I stopped thinking in Spanish. She's like, what, what do you mean? I'm like, yeah, I'm like, because a lot of like, where, wherever you're from, a lot of people remember well, can can recall when they used to think in their home language, right? Wherever they're they're at their ethnic language, right? Well, and then like they're like they've been so ingrained in this English culture that it gets to a point where even your thoughts are in English. Well, you don't. You, you it's it's just aromatic. It's it's just there, right? Yeah, it's just you there, don't, right? You start getting this mixed uh, you, English and Spanish. No, but you and don't. Then even, your new brain is just. Getting you don't even have to think. Yeah. Right? yeah. If I'm with someone that only speaks Spanish, I, I just I have no problem, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, of course, sometimes uh, some of the words, there's a little bit of a delay for them to come in back. Yeah, because yeah. they're not like, but, it's not yeah. common, right? But yeah, but for the most part, English or Spanish, I'm, I'm okay. I don't have to be translating. I don't have to. What's it's just called? there. What, what I realized is when I, when, I, when I went to Mexico, what I realized is my, my thinking within like three days, it had changed. From like English to Spanish, because everywhere at look, obviously Spanish. But it, but it's not. It's more. It's more of a habit that I yeah. than what. Yeah. No. Like I I, I so actually when I uh, there was a when I was in high school, uh, there was a lot of like international kids from Colombia, from Chile, from Brazil, and some from Argentina. Um, a lot of them would tell me how they found it crazy how fast I could transition between Spanish and English. They're like, it's like. Like, there's no, like, delay. Like, as women, you're talking to me in Spanish, and then you turn, look at the guy next to you, and you'd be, like, translating what you had just said to me. Like, he's, I remember this one guy, this one girl actually from Colombia, she was just, like, blown away by that. She's like, I need to be like that when I leave from here. She's like, because that is just nuts. I'm like, but I'm like, I grew up here, and I've been speaking Spanish and English basically all my life. I'm like, that's the difference. You're going to be here, what, like seven months? <laughs> it's not enough time. <laughs> but yeah. um, that that's the thing. And and especially here, we, we call it, well, especially at home, we call it Span English because we're like always talking in some yeah. type. We're jumping. We're jumping back. Yeah. Like right now, I'm having a really hard time trying not to say words. In, like I'm struggling. <laughs> like if you hadn't noticed, I'm like pausing every so often. Just like don't yeah. say it in Spanish. It's, um, <laughs> it's bizarre. <laughs> it's interesting. When I truly... Uh, thought that, okay, now definitely my life is in English, is when I had a dream with my mother and she was talking to me in English. And that's when I realized, wait a minute, no, she doesn't know a word of English, right? <laughs> and But the, the whole dream was in English. I, I, I remember her, you know, uh, talking to me from the kitchen, uh, you know, back home and... Um, the words are coming out in English. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and she, yeah, she was talking to me in English. And I'm like, what? You know, <laughs> but it, I didn't, you know, 
It's like, Mom, I, did you learn English? And, but I didn't realize this until when I woke up. You know, that's when I, I realized, wait a minute. <laughs> that wasn't English. That was weird. But at that point, you, you know. You must that, accept it. <laughs> well, no, that your mind is, is it's it's already there. And uh, I mean, I'm glad that you don't lose the language and uh, stays with you. And it's really cool. Yeah, like uh, that uh, you can go back and forth. Well, yeah, well, a lot of people, like, especially for us, a lot of people are surprised that we speak it as well as we do. They're like, like, I even had people ask me when I came to Canada. Yeah. And, like, and I'm like, I, I'm from here. They're like, really? <laughs> no way. Like, that can't be. Like, you had to become, like, you were like, at least four or five. Like, nah, you know, like, and it's one of those, like, I always, I always find it like, like, when I tell them I was raised in Canada, they're just like, Again. I'm like, yeah, like I was born here. And and that always that trips up a lot of people because they don't grasp like especially people who have poor Latin and have kids and they never made it's not that they didn't have the effort, they just never took that approach, right? To talk to their kid in, in Spanish. They talked to their kid in English. The kids went to English schools, you know, like and we never went we never got proper Spanish. We were never taught proper like like proper like in a school setting, but we know it. And we can read it to, with varying degrees of success, of course, but we have enough to grab our bearings. And that just, that, that, that really blows people away. Uh, the other thing I was going to ask, well, since we're here, um, was it a big culture shock when you got here? Uh, no, not really. Well, um, no, not really, because um, I went to the United States first. Yeah. And uh, that. So the question we should be asking is: Was it a big culture yeah. shock when you went to the states? No, not, not really, not really. Because um, in there, the Latin American community is fairly <laughs> large, and uh, so there's more of them there than here. Yeah, so it wasn't it wasn't that big of a deal. But you know, the language was something that I felt that I needed to learn fast, and so I you know right away I registered myself to go to high school and. Uh, I um, and that's how I learned the language fast. You had to throw um, your stuff in. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, like that's that's was... that's like a, a lot of people. Uh, there's actually I, I've met a few people who they say that as soon as they got here, the first thing they did was go to school. They're like, cause the, the only way they're like, I didn't even go take like actual like English classes. I took like whatever. Just they're like, why? I'm like, because it's not like you're not learning English. They're like, you're forced to learn whatever you're being taught. Because you want to pass the class. It's more of like, uh, it's not like, oh, it's an option type thing. It's more like, I'm not going to pass this class if I don't learn it now. Right? You, you yeah. figure yourself it well, out. Well, in my case, yes. In my case, I, I needed to finish high school and learn the language. So that's how I did it. But for a person that it's already an, uh, an adult and that they, they want to uh, integrate into society, I think that they need to learn the language first. Yeah. You know, or at least... You know, go to school for a year and, and try to learn to the language. Get their bearings. Yeah, the basics. There, yeah, right? that that tends That's, to be like yeah. one of the the things that I've done. Like, there are actually uh, since we're talking about language now, um, whenever we're talking with people that we know and they're like from little towns, they'll say Spanish words that will throw us off. We'll be like, "What is that?" Right? Because mm -hmm. it's like the slang from this little town that they only say in this specific little town. And I'm like, how how did that doesn't even sound like, you know, like, yeah. and there, there are things like that, that still kind of trip me up, but there are people who I've met who are like, Oh, I know exactly where they're from just because they said that. And I'm like, how do you know that? Like, I, I can't like, but the other thing too is 
that I think is we don't have an accent in our Spanish. Yeah. So we're like neutral. <laughs> That's what they tell us. But I do. Yeah, well, you do. So but... uh, anyway, so um, going back to your question, culture shock. Um, I guess part of the reason why it wasn't too much of a, a change or, or, or a surprise to me was that I grew up in a city, you know, and so you know I was used to city life. So coming to the American cities cities didn't uh, impact me too much. You have an idea, but I but I'm, thi- I'm I'm thinking that people that come from uh, the farmland and or small little or the countryside or 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 uh, little villages and yeah. stuff like that. I think that for them must be hard. Oh yeah, you know, like even like so many like e- e- even the way they eat, right? Yeah. Like one of, so one, of, to... one of Victor's friends, uh, what was it, Sirpala? Yeah. He, on the podcast, he was telling us how uh, before he only, like the only kids that he would grow he grew up around were 20 kids. Then overnight, he's like, I go to school and there's like 500 kids every day there. You know, mm-hmm. like it's just, you know, just like he had never seen so many kids and kids his own age, right? Mm-hmm. Like to him, it was just... What? Like, what's you know? it called? I remember the first time he actually saw snow. Right. He was he was just like it's water. Right. <laughs> he was like, but it's it was like, but it's cold. <laughs> right? Like that. Those are like I'm sure you experienced that too. Like snow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's just like you know one day you wake it's up. Just and it's just cool. It's and it's all it's way. Like, yeah. It's just, but it's it's something. I don't know. I I think it's something people need to experience at one point in their life. They have to go somewhere where you know it's just slightly falling. Nice and calm. And you walk outside and it's warm out. And the snow is just like slowly trickling down. Yeah, and it's glistening. Yeah, and it's just, there's there's something about that experience that to me, it makes me so happy to live in Canada. Yes, yeah, Also the seasons here. We have like all the seasons here. Now we get, we, like, we, even though we don't have a raining season, it well, still kind of rains It grows on you, right? Like for, yeah. in my case, for example, I don't get faced by the weather in Canada. Yeah. I Honestly, I don't even think about it. Winter comes, cool. great, mm-hmm. no problem. You know, let's just get the proper clothing out and uh, move on. You know, <laughs> move on, right? Okay. Uh, you know, you know that you know it, it's going to be over in you know four or five months. You're you're back to nice yeah, weather it's like again. Six at this point. <laughs> wow. <clears throat> yeah. Well, this was an unusual type of <laughs> yeah. season, but for sure, uh, it's to me it's it's a mind game. I I I, I even even. Canadian born, they complain about winter. But that's like uh, a millennium you know, thing. We but, complain uh, about breathing sometimes. Uh, <laughs> Why do I gotta breathe all the time? Uh, don't get me going with millennials. <laughs> um, so, but anyways, but that's that's the thing. But going again, going back to your question, I think that for for people from the, the come from from the countryside. They for them must be hard. Yeah. Uh, some of them they don't even know how to read. Yeah. Uh, and now they have to go to school to learn another language yeah. when they don't even know how to write their own. Yeah. Must be difficult. Must oh, be yeah. challenging. And yeah. and that's one thing that uh, I think I've I think I've told this story before. Uh, I'm not sure if I told it on the podcast, but when I was in grade, I want to say eleven, there was we had a teacher who told us a story about how this kid from Africa had just arrived to Canada, and he's like, uh, he spoke a bit of English already because he was taught when he was little, uh, and because his, one of his parents knew English, and he asked to go to the washroom, and he went to the washroom, and he's like, my class ended, and he never came back, so I'm like, maybe he got lost, 
you know, it's a big, fairly big school. So I'm like, okay. And I'm like, I, I asked some kids to go looking for him. And I'm like, I'll, I'll go check the washroom. He's like, so I walk into the washroom and he's just sitting there with the cold water tap open, running his hands through the water. And he's like, and his, he turns and looks at me. He's like, it never runs out. Right. And you're just like, he's like, in that moment, like, I just, I'm like, just give me a hug. <laughs> you know, like, cause he had never experienced running water, like the tap water. Uh, and like, you know, stuff like that, that just, you know, you, you take for granted. Right. But it's like here, like, you know, you, you know, you know, if you go to a tap, water's always going to come out. Like it's a guarantee that it's a, unless of course you're doing like, you leave it open and it won't stop. Yeah. Like, well, like, unless of course you're doing maintenance work and whatever, you know, like, <coughs> let you know, like, oh, we're fixing the pipes or whatever. Right. But, but either than that, it's like, uh, uh, yeah. So it's, it's interesting how, uh, living in, in Canada, we, we have this experience, right? Like other people have to walk miles, kilometers to get water. And it, and when they get back and they boil it down and get it clean, it's not even that much water, right? So it's like, t- to me anyway. It's, oh, but in Canada, we don't have this. It, it, that's what I'm saying, right? How we take it for, I think it's interesting how we take this, this, the most precious resource we have on earth for granted here. You know, like we, we don't, we don't really cherish it the way we should. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, that's a very good point. Uh, we don't really appreciate the kind of, uh, the, the kind it's, it's a blessing yeah. really to to have uh the life that you can uh have here in, in, in north america yeah what do you think oh i think i think well i i agree with you how we do take it for granted because we just turn on the tap of water we know it's going to come out or like let's say like we, 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 we let's say we're going on a hiking trip you know we're not worried like Oh no, there's no water for like a few a few kilometers, you know. We could just pull out a water bottle, cause, you know we have tap. Earlier, <laughs> is it like uh, even when we go camping, you know, like there are little like stations where you, you like fill up water. Yeah. Like that's like <laughs> that's not real survival. Yeah, that's like, that's like I, I always find that super interesting. How like oh yeah, just go turn up that, you know, water's gonna come. Like we're camping, like like, you like, can, like in some camping places, like you can take showers. Yeah, like. <laughs> Like that, that, you know, like those are, those are like, it's like camping, but like, no, it's like, it's like living, you're sleeping in a tent. That's really what camping is here. You know, Yeah. <laughs> you're just sleeping in a tent. Well, and the way it. you cook. Well, yeah. And the way, well, I mean, everything over fire tastes good. Yeah. The thing is that there are facilities, right? In most camping sites. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. Uh, and you know, there's washrooms, showers, uh, uh, laundry room, that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, you stuff that you have in the city, right? Yeah. Uh, electricity, again, you know. So, the, the difference is that, you you know, you're you're cooking with wood. Yeah. You, you know, in a, in a fire pit and you're in the forest. And yeah. You're sleeping in the forest, here in the It makes you feel like you're a part of wilderness right. with your cell phone in your left hand. <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 and with your right, you're flipping the burger over the ribs. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, steak. it's, it's, it's been... And the while with the, some of the perks from the, the city. The accommodations of yeah. city life. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or like, well, even now, like, I think country, even countryside living now is very much the way it is everywhere else, right? Like, I mean, at least here in Canada anyway, like, you go to the countryside, they have, like, everything, right? You know, like, they're still going to have a Walmart at the, wherever the town it is or whatever. Mm. Which I think is, is, is kind of funny. But uh, <laughs> it's it's super interesting how... 
uh, how you know, like all these things that we have, right? As opposed to like other countries, and I think it's okay. I want to flip it on you guys. Okay, sure. So, um, Victor, what what are you what are you into these days? What am I into? Yeah. Well, I recently got an electric guitar. So, oh, that's cool. Yeah, so I've been I've been playing that a lot more. Um, music, music, music. <laughs> that that's that's been my life recently in schoolwork. Yeah, that that's that's generally it. <laughs> What about you, bro? <laughs> <laughs> oh, turns just a guy to help. <laughs> help. I don't know what else to say. Help. <laughs> well, it was, well, like yesterday, I I played my first game actually for a soccer team that my dad found. Oh, because you're in a new soccer team. Yeah, right? I'm in a soccer team. Let's so. like, okay, so me, what I've been up to? I've been uh, I've been uh, doing a lot of uh, I, I don't know. I, I, every year, I I say I'm gonna write a, a book, and I finally finished. Uh, the timeline for my story the other day. I, I've actually been working on it because uh, I've been trying to write a book for uh, since I was like in grade nine, I think. Uh, every year I'm like, I'm going to have this amazing story in my head. And I just, I've been sitting on it for so long. I'm like, I just need to put it down. I just need to write, type it all out. Yeah. And uh, I finally, like I have the timeline done and uh, I don't know how I'm going to write it down or how I'm going to get to it. But uh, I want I want to get it done at least before, like in the next three years. Actually, I want to have it done before I'm twenty five. Yeah, now that you say that, I I've thought about like writing a manga. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically anime. So like um, a comic book, basically. Because you're in North America. <laughs> I have to go to Japan to write it. No, I just I just turn the papers like the other way so that you just switch. Yeah, and like it's a manga. <laughs> right? What is it? Left to right? Well. People people say it's not anime, but it's also the style of the way that art was drawn. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. we're not going to get into that now. Yeah, but, uh, okay, so I've been doing that. Also, I've been listening to uh, a, a graphic, uh, not a graphic, uh, an, an audio book. Oh, actually, I'm already on the second book. I'm like 52 hours in now, and it's like, it's only been two weeks since I started, and I'm like, I'm just flying cool. through. Uh, but yeah. Uh, that's pretty cool. It, there's... Well, the other thing, I think that the thing that's really intriguing about it is the fact that it's a graphic audio book. So, like, there's background music. There's, like, when there's battles, you hear the clashing of swords. And, like, there's, like, all these cool. crazy sound effects. It's basically, like, watching a movie through your ears. Yeah, but uh, it's actually their slogan is a movie in your mind. <laughs> when it starts every time, it's like a movie in your mind brought to you by. And it's just like, um, so, yeah, it's just like a, an audio book in your mind. And it's. It's super, uh, I guess it's interesting how, like, it, like uh, what is it? The other day I was listening to it, and there was, like, a scene where they're, like, and the room went black. And Victor walked into the room and shut off the lights. And I'm, like, what's going <laughs> it's on? It's affecting reality. <laughs> I'm, like, it's affecting reality. What's going on? Like, yeah. there, there's stuff like that that, you know, just, just throws you off. Uh, yeah, but, uh, like, that's what I've been really into lately. Also, like, I'm doing a course in the summer, but that's, like, you know, more school. Uh, yeah, and I'm looking for a job in parentheses because <laughs> I really haven't been looking lately. But uh, so you guys are pretty busy. Well, I, I wouldn't say busy. It's more like well, I well, guess, no. When I say busy, it's because you guys got lots, lots of things on the go. Like, you know, Victor was saying, you know, guitar, you know, music. Uh, well, it's because like soccer, I, yeah. You know, yeah, plus school. So yeah, I, I guess it is. It is busy. 
Uh, I just, I've gotten to a point now where, well, I guess like, cause there's like, when I'm in school, there's like a lot of things I want to do, but I don't have to, like the, it's been amazing. We've been able to keep this up for 22 weeks straight, in my opinion. Cause to be honest, like we would have at least like missed a week by now. Like I know people, like there are other people who do podcasts who record like, they're like five weeks ahead, right? That's how far in advance the recordings are. But in, in our case, we're going week to week, if not sometimes even recording the same day we upload. We'll wake up like early, yeah. record, like we'll record at night. And then uh, because it gets so late, we'll be like, okay, we'll go to bed now, wake up early, finish the episode off in the morning. So we'll just pause the recording, leave everything as it is, go to bed, wake up, finish the recording, and then he'll go to school. I'll get on, I'll start editing. You know, like that's, that's how. We're so on like this like crazy fly thing, yeah. And uh, like, and with scheduling people, like, um, like also, let's say something happens on the news, right? It won't be that old for people. It just yeah. be like it'd be like, oh, this happened this week. <laughs> yeah, like we're, we're 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 like pretty current with it. That because of that, which I think is uh, is interesting. Like, so like, say a movie comes out, we'll be talking. Like, if we go to see it the premiere day, we'll be talking about it on the podcast yeah. without spoiling because that's already happened. We'll be like, once. it's so good. Yeah, I'll be like, oh god. <laughs> Well, apparently. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, yeah. so for context, uh, we showed our dad, the, the kid who says apparently. The that, apparently that, kid. The apparently kid. Uh, I know that's kind of old now, but uh, it was just, it was this whole thing that we went through here at home. <laughs> the apparently yeah. kid. Because uh, I'm just like, have you guys watched the apparently kid? And they're just like, who? I'm like, yeah, the apparently kid. And they're just like, okay. Well, apparently. Oh, what is it? And then the girl, look at all those chickens. Oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like all these random birds. It's like, but Vine is dead. <laughs> yeah. We, we we sadly lost Vine. In, was it 2016 or something? I don't remember. We lost. No, was it 15? I think it was 16. I think it was 2016. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so we're out of time. Oh, yeah, we're out of time. Sadly. We're out of time. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so um, follow us on Spotify, you know, we, uh Leave a comment in Apple Podcasts because you can. Rate us on Apple Podcasts. Rate us there too. You can um, rate us on Anchor. You can like us on Anchor. You can comment on Anchor. You can also leave us a voice message via Anchor. Who knows? Maybe we'll shout you out or whatever. Send us an email. Tweet yeah. at us. All of this stuff is in the in description. description. All the time. <laughs> All of every episode. Uh, follow us on Instagram. I promise I'll start posting soon. I just, I'm busy. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't, I, I fixed the profile picture though. I did. I did give okay. us a profile picture. Okay. It's our logo. But okay. I haven't had time to post a single picture yet. I have, I have, I have some ideas from some photos. Yeah. Uh, we'll, 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 we'll get that done. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Um, have fun with life. <laughs> yeah. Have fun with life. <laughs> Don't do drugs. Stay in school. <laughs> <laughs> Any advice you'd like to give the people? <laughs> Uh well uh well first thank you for inviting me uh I thought it was gonna be a little bit more uh, pressure uh, to to be going through this but you know it was it's just like people people was, like get so nervous it was and it's pretty like, casual and stuff like that yeah, oh, like, yeah. I, I wasn't nervous but I I certainly expected a little bit more uh, pressure but obviously this is. It's just a conversation. It's, a it's just a conversation. Yeah, like, a lot of and, people are like, uh, like, that was actually so much fun. Like, what? what yeah. is, like, I don't understand. Yeah, like, it's, it's, it was it was an easy thing. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, well. Except it was all over the place. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it, it is uh, important to know. Don't lose your identity. Remember who you are and make us proud. <laughs>
Yeah. The state of the union, guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, uh, well, you'll hear us on the next one. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.